This WBEZ Tech Shift podcast is supported by the University of Chicago Booth School of Business, presenting the 63rd Annual Management Conference, a half day with faculty and industry leaders, on Friday, May 15th. More at chicagobooth.edu slash managementconference. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Today in TechShift, after much fanfare, the Digital Manufacturing and Design Innovation Institute is open. Remember back when Chicago won that big federal bid for advanced manufacturing? Well, this is it, the UI Labs Tech Hub. UI Labs Chairman Warren Holtzberg joins me now. Welcome to TechShift, Warren. Thanks, Nyla. Nice to be with you. So smart engineers, designers, we've heard a lot about smart processes and innovation, a lot of different buzzwords. But what's actually going to be taking place in this 94,000-square-foot facility that opened on Goose Island yesterday? Well, in essence, what we've created is a hub to attract a very, very stunning and and broad consortium of members to include, at present, upwards of 80 different corporations, uh, states, Uh, and academic institutions from uh, actually across the country. So what we like to think of the UI Labs facility as being is, in essence, a platform for work being done by the best and brightest across our country. I know that Mayor Emanuel has said that the Institute will be the epicenter of advanced manufacturing, and I've heard the Institute uh, will even be exploring, for example, how people working on a factory floor could use wearable technologies. What kind of other things are going to be worked on? Well, it, it, that's correct on the, on the wearables. I think that was mentioned yesterday. And, and if you think about some of the recent uh, major product introductions and people wearing, in essence, uh, all kinds of monitors and sensors on their bodies and on their wrists, so you can begin to understand uh, that that's a it's, it's a very quick and immediate target. But I think the other key point for people to remember is that, in fact, there's more data produced in manufacturing than any other industry. But if you think about rapid prototyping and the ability to quickly turn around designs and manufacturings on the fly, on, on factory floors, you can begin to realize that we can, we can consolidate, analyze, utilize that that volume of data in a very quick fashion. That said, uh, how important is it, do you think, to have engineers and designers working in the same space? You know, I think I think there's a criticality there in terms of, uh, and, and we've probably all been through examples where we've we've met with with very bright designers, and we've met with you know very bright, if you will, industrial engineers or mechanical engineers. But they don't necessarily work hand in glove. Uh, a designer will put something together, put pen to paper, if you will, or an automated program, send it to a manufacturing facility where it will be reviewed. There can be trans- transformative issues or translation issues on the programming, which create delays in time. And arguably one of the most important things we have on a day-to-day basis is time. And the hope with digital manufacturing is that we can take advantage, again, of, of digitization or digitizing that information and putting it to work in a much more rapid fashion. Now, you mentioned there's lots of different, uh, this is obviously a public-private partnership, and there are lots of different companies and people involved with this. What's the vision for this space? Is this a design lab for private companies? Is this a place that smaller startups could be? What kind of things do you expect to happen at this hub? Well, it's true. We have some of the, the world's top top corporations and universities who have already signed on and agreed to participate and, and not only devote their their treasure and resources and capital, but, but also their time. What we hope to address at UI Labs are arguably the big challenges, things that are just simply too big for any single 
company or individual group to go after. And if you step back and look at the history of funding for research, uh, not only in the corporate sector but also at the state and federal levels, uh, it hasn't been a stable, steady line. They really vary with availability based on how the economy or the tax base or other issues are, are moving ahead. With this public-private partnership by people contributing, we hope to stabilize, if you will, that research and that capability to go after the big challenges together. What we've done is, is brought a lot of folks together you know, that, that in the past have been competitors, haven't necessarily directed all their efforts at a single problem. And I think we're going to be much more efficient, and the, the spirit of cooperativeness and, and working together that I've already been able to observe in senior executives and academics over there is very, very encouraging. So when you say big problems, what kind of big problems do you think will be tackled? Well, I think you could, you could argue that manufacturing itself is, is one of those areas that just from a broad um, evolution, not necessarily a revolution, but an evolutionary basis needs to make some changes. Uh, you know, it's been for the most part a pretty, a pretty stable business, if you will. That said, around the manufacturing facilities of today, you've had huge, huge developments. Um, you know, one I'm particularly comfortable and, and familiar with in terms of wireless technology, given my background. You know, a lot of things have gone from wired line to wireless. And yet if you move into most manufacturing facilities, you don't see a lot of applicability on wireless devices or, as we started started our conversation, wearable technology, such that people can literally walk a manufacturing floor with sensors which can indicate uh, that a particular machine is not necessarily performing up to its full capacity or speed much more rapidly than we might if, if a technician uh, happens to go by the gauge that they, they need to look at. One last question for you, Warren. We just have a minute or two left, but uh, sure. this is a high-tech site, obviously, that's going to be drawing some very highly educated and highly skilled workers. And um, as you know, uh, when you speak with manufacturers, they often bemoan a skills gap at that middle level, below, I imagine, sort of the skill level of the folks that will be with you at all, um, with you all at UI Labs. How do you think this institute might help, though, solve other skills gaps problems that manufacturers are having, particularly as they're thinking about moving into more advanced manufacturing? You know, I spent the day at the facility yesterday for for the opening, and one of the things that I was struck by, and not not spending you know all the days over there now because I have have other engagements, but I was struck by the supply of talent that is is approaching or volunteering to assist or to join over at the group, and it runs the full gamut from the the most technical, highest educated to brand-new college students who are just considering a career in, in manufacturing or industry or in industrial engineering. And to get those people early on exposed to this kind of sophistication and evolving technologies will be huge for us going forward, not only just in attracting the talent, but also in creating legacy and lasting jobs for folks, which eventually will evolve into careers for them. Warren Holtzberg is the chairman of UI Labs, telling us a little bit more about the Digital Manufacturing and Design Innovation Institute that just opened on Goose Island. Warren, thanks for being with us. Nyla, it's been my pleasure. Thank you.